Bridging is a podcast produced by me, Özlem Özkan. If you are inspired by this episode and if you only share good things with your friends, family members or colleagues, please think of bridging next time. If you have any questions, please ask it in the comments of the latest post on Instagram at Ozkan Ozlem at O-Z-K-A-N-O-Z-L-E-M. It's Özlem Özkan and this is Bridging, a podcast which will take you on a bridge to somewhere else, sometimes somewhere familiar and sometimes somewhere new. In Bridging, I interview life experts with a story to share. Stories of entrepreneurship, cultural diversity, self-empowerment, personal growth and other topics that shape our universe. I'm so excited to have today as my guest Val Stryger. Val is a French-American entrepreneur in the growth industry and he calls himself an emotional fitness coach. Val and I talked about success and money. We both know that money alone won't really bring happiness. But why do we and many people in the world still pursue to have money? We explored if everyone is able to create any money they want. We also had a discussion about if everyone in the world should aim to make a lot of money. So listen to this entrepreneur, he has a lot to teach us. Welcome, Val Stryker, to Bridging. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Thank Wonderful. you so much for coming. I think there's so much to learn from you. Uh, 28-year-old uh, entrepreneur, uh, based now in France, coming from the States. Maybe I might say living the American dream, in a way. <laughs> Running away from the American dream, more likely. Maybe, okay, uh, we, will, we will just go there. Uh, yeah, let's, you know, f- let's first start. I mean, you know, I have checked your LinkedIn and on your LinkedIn at the top, you say like you are an emotional fitness coach and you help entre- entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to get the life they dream of. And you are yeah. 28 years old. So first of all, what does success mean for you? What does it mean to you? Well, yeah, that's actually a funny question because uh, success, uh, actually, it doesn't mean much to me in the sense that uh, success is basically just, I don't know. I mean, I think success is different for everyone, right? Uh, success can mean you you have an agenda or some sort of intention and then you go about fulfilling it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how it f- feels for you, but I mean, I think it's, it's, it's frankly, it's different for everyone. I've, I found that success can be, you get something unexpected that just, you know, blows you away and you go like, yay, or you finally kind of imitate someone you've, you've always uh, enjoyed being, or like you've enjoyed watching. Yeah. Like, 
maybe Donald Trump is successful because you know he's he's finally reached the presidency. But I mean, <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> he's finally the big boss in the in the on the land. Yeah. You know. So, but but then there's so much backlash at it. Is it really success? So I mean, I think success is kind of coincides with happiness for me. Frankly, if if the happier I am, I think the more successful I am. But then. But then again, you know, that can change in an instant if, if, if I want to. It's interesting to look at it this way. Like, you know, the more happy you are, the more you feel successful. Is that what you're trying to say? Or is that what you're feeling when you say success? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I mean, for now, I think that's 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 one of the main yeah. factors for me is if I'm happy, uh, then I've, I've probably accomplished some sort of success. <laughs> in, in, in my rap but like then I could kind of look and go oh you know yeah all right I, I I've accomplished this yeah. one thing but um I don't know I sometimes sometimes you accomplish something but you don't get that satisfaction you can still call it a success I mean that kind of depends on how you really like see it but the happier I am I think this the more successful I kind of call myself I think for me also, like, you know, it works kind of in stages. It is not like, you know, uh, I think I used to think success means this to me. And then it changed after a few years. It's kind of stages of maybe seven, eight to eight years. Or like maybe when I finished the college, I thought different about success than I thought before college. And when I finished working somewhere, I thought differently of success. But I think, you know, when I especially... Until I was reaching my 25-year-old, I think the success was for me really measured into uh, making it in the business world. That's more like, you know, like uh, I have, I am a millionaire, for example. So that means I am successful. Mm -hmm. uh, but not like, you know, I'm a happy person. No, that doesn't mean success. Success m is measured on uh, material wealth or money wealth, you know or uh that it was it was actually a lot measured like that to me and also especially i had in my surroundings people uh, going also for that but somehow i, I didn't fully go for it in my mid-20s or 20s mid-20s but i thought i might be unsuccessful because you know i didn't achieve really anything nothing like in material wealth i'm talking about and then i remember my um my cousin she told me like but you know you are a kind person you have you know she talked she she taught me a lot of internal things but i didn't agree with this i was like there's nothing i can touch upon that is that but the more i get older you know, e even like, you know, this interview, if I have a really nice conversation with you now, for me, it means success. Mm -hmm. Enjoying yeah. that moment. Yeah, I, well, you know, money definitely has to do with success. Like, uh, like being homeless, I don't think anyone ever wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's there. But, you know, like, um, like, I, I think success a lot has to do with, you know, failure. Yeah. So how, uh, so how are you f like failing? Um, I, I don't know. I remember when, you know, I was making $50 a yeah. month now. So success was for me to actually make so something like make a living, be able to actually live from whatever I want to, you know, like whatever job I'm, you know, baby, basically just make a yeah. living. That was success for me. But then someone who's already making a living is uh, th their success is so it, it is definitely goal or some sort of outcome oriented right. things. 
and uh, happiness can be one of them. But I, I remember um, some research done um, in positive psychology where they actually measured like happiness levels, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. at, over time. And they wanted to see the correlation between happiness and finances and yeah. money, right? And so obviously for young people, like, uh, you know, in 20s, when they're still in college and, you know, when, when you're still going to school, their main goal was money. And that's what's going to make them Indeed. happy. And so same for me. Same. I mean, that's basically it. That's what we learn. Most probably, that's what we learn at school. You know, that's what we ask children or get asked, like, what do you want to be to, uh, you know, when you're older? And then, you know, how are you going to make it? You know, and every culture has a little bit the differences. But the similar part is like, you know, you're going to make a lot of money. Or, you know, what you also have actually the opposite side. People that do not have a lot of money uh, they might have resistance on people having a lot of money oh they have money but they are not happy you know there might be also judgments about around that and, and so they measured the more money you'd make so like at the beginning you'd think the more money you make the happier you're yeah gonna be, like and the more successful yeah. you're gonna be right that's the obvious sort of hypothesis that people would all right if i make fifty thousand dollars that's a year that's going to be way better than zero dollars a year and for the research that's actually true like the more money you make from the front end uh is gonna is gonna make you happy yeah it, it really will because if you don't have food or you're not able to get health uh, health insurance then <laughs> then you know if you're working like uh at wendy's or, or mcdonald's then yeah or you're being a car mechanic like i was then you're not able to get health insurance and things like that. You're, you're not going to be as happy. You're going to be way more stressed. But then once you hit around $75,000 a year, actually the more money you make doesn't exponentially increase anyone's happiness. Uh, adults that make $100,000 a year compared to adults that make $80,000 yeah. a year. So $20,000 yeah. difference. No one's, no one's happier. So I, I thought... Uh, I thought that was really interesting for me, especially starting out. I said, that's, that's not, that's bullshit because if I made $20,000 more a year, I'd be a lot happier. I'd be able to give gifts to people, things like that. But, um, ends up maybe being like how you use money So, and not like getting it. Did your perception about this money thing change? Like when you could compare, like, you know, being a student or just starting out uh, making these $50 a month, did you say that? fifty, And yeah. then now you, you are, you know, Good old 50. 50, barely 50, maybe 49, 50. <laughs> and, you know, and then, you know, we will get to that. Now you will be making a totally different amount of money than you are used to make, you know. But, you know, uh, sometimes I also have a feeling that people think it's so easy to talk about money that doesn't make you happy for people that already have a lot of money, you know. It's very easy to oh, say. Yeah. But how do you, how, what do you think about that? Oh, I, I actually just saw a video uh, that uh, Jubilee did uh, just, just, you know, a couple hours ago where they, they had two people talk about money. And so one person was basically working at Wendy's and another was a uh, reality TV star and uh, basically. So Wendy's, Wendy's for the people in Europe, it's like a McDonald's chain. Wendy's is a McDonald's, think of Burger King. So just low okay. income. Uh, working at fast food and and so these two people had totally different challenges and it made me laugh so hard the the, the rich person was like 
oh, I, I stress about, you know, like what people think about me or, you know, everyone has the same opportunities and everyone can succeed the same level. But the person down in the, in like, down, um, like actually having to be in the working class didn't feel that way at all. And they actually had to stress about food, nutrition, like how much, like if they were to eat one meal a day or three meals a day, you know, depending on the, like how, how the situation was financially. And I thought that, uh, it was at a certain point, there's this sort of this hedonic adaptation, they call it. It's the sense that when you get something mm-hmm. new, at first, your, hap- your, your hedonic happiness, like this, this sort of um, surface level joy. Like really on the peak, say, peak like, experience. Like physical um, well-being. Like if I give you a million dollars, you're going to be happy for like, or like if you get a massage, there's some sort of satisfaction and in, in, in uh Scientists call that hedonic uh, happiness, basically. So it's, it's like a physical well-being instead of like a morality well-being. Okay. And so like their happiness would increase, but then kind of then you get used to it as a human being. You actually get used to the benefit of whatever you're getting. And so then um, let's say I made a million dollars. Now I'm super happy, but then I'm going to get used to that over time. And my happiness level is going to go back to base. Yeah. And, but then I have to find other things to stress about. And so then they become a little less, you know, like uh, survival based. They become a little bit more ego based where it's like, what do people think of me? Um, can I get something that makes me look special? Things like that. And I think uh, if you're not careful, finances can really kind of turn you into sort of an ego maniac where you're worried about more of your image than you're actually worried about, you know, people's well-being. So are you saying this video that you have just watched this morning, like, you know, this one person in the McDonald's, Wendy's chain and the other one uh, earning a totally different amount of salary, they both had a stress, stress about something. And we even can't measure whose stress was more, you know, maybe, maybe the ones with the highest salary was much more than the person at the working at the at Wendy's. And just he, he had done it. I hope I can say it right. That's okay. That, you know, initially <laughs> when you get it, maybe a lot of money, you think like, yes, it is uh, great. And you are at the peak. And then you kind of need, again, something to stress about. It is, do you think like it is in the human brain of body to have this all the time alive even if you're a billionaire bill gates you know do you think bill gates does not stress anymore because he has all his billions right so he's got to find ways to you know sabotage the planet and create the corona no just kidding but (laughs) that's the 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 conspiracy theories on him but i i think i think everyone gets self-creates some sort of stress whether you're you're at any you know financial level or whatever and um that was that was a big point. Everyone stresses, but you know, no matter what income level you're at, but like at lower income levels, your stress is more um, related to like survival, and that definitely needs to be your main focus is to kind of increase income level. But then at higher levels, it's more like how do you get out of that ego trap, and you start having to kind of use money in in smarter ways. So, but, you know, if I I think people watch the video or not, you know, many people uh, would know like that money in general, only money would not give you direct happiness. You know, it can help you to give you happiness in different ways. Like, you know, when you like traveling, you have money, you just go to 
travel places and you really have a lot of joy or for example you want to have a house with a garden you really enjoy that that's money can provide you that but you know it doesn't mean automatically you have a lot of money that means you're happier than someone that does not have money but a lot of people in the world regardless of any country i would say i've been to many different countries a lot of people they they would like to earn more money than they used to what where do you yeah. think this comes from this idea of even though we know it doesn't make you happy but you know if i can't earn more money yeah i'll just go for it i think it's it's natural i mean i don't I don't know where that comes from, but it's, I've, I don't know. It's, it's, there's some sort of like more gene. I don't know. There, there's, there's, there's some sort of like, give me more yeah. gene. Uh, but I, I totally think that it's natural and necessary to be able to build your finances up so that you, I, I believe everyone deserves to have some sort yeah. of, I mean, we can all agree that everyone needs to have food. Everyone needs to be able to go to the doctor, things like yeah. that. Yeah. But then, um, I don't know. Like there, there's, I think once you're good at a game, you don't want to stop. Don't, do you? Like if, if you're, if you're the best in the world at something or you're like top five in the world at tennis or any yeah. sport, I mean, do you really want to stop playing yes. because you're good yes. at the game? I think, I think people who make yeah. a lot of money, they're good at the game and they can, they can get a lot of results with way less effort. So why not make more and enjoy that? I, I it's just how humans are. I think, anyone would do the same actually almost. you know i think that uh for me to me what it feels is like you when you reach something you're there you really enjoy it and you might also celebrate it it's nice but you ch- you kind of want to e- keep evolving you're like okay now i could run the half marathon why not doing a whole marathon and now i did the whole marathon right. why not doing a half ironman now i did the half ironman why not doing the whole Ironman and sometimes you know some philosophies think about this but you know we want each time more 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 but you can also think that's what I believe in just do the half marathon really celebrate it also enjoy the journey in it that you have done it and then choose to do it again one more time or just go to the marathon because you know it is kind of also seeing how far you can push yourself i i listened to an interview for a dutch podcast uh, actually they were interviewing this un- dutch entrepreneur and this guy said when i reached 42 i had a lot of money financial security and you know i was like i'm retired 42 years old and he said like you know after a few years maybe even months i'm not sure about the amount of time he said I was like, it's really nothing for me just laying down on the beach or something. And also I just called my friends. Hey, shall we go to the beach? And everyone needs to work. And I am just there. But then he also said, I really missed the business environment. When I started working again after a few years or months, he said, I got so much inspired from different people and I learned so much from them. And I really wanted to keep learning. And I think that was really something amazing. He said, Money provided me some resources, but I don't stop if I have reached something because I just keep going. And and I like the, I don't know how he said it, but in the emotion, the, the fitness, emotional fitness, you know, what we, uh, what we just talked about. One thing about the money thing again, eh? do you believe that anyone can create any amount of money he or she wants? No. No. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I think no, yes, well, by the way. I think yes. Must you? <laughs> so Good. you go for no you know, first. <laughs> Why not? Let me let me let me say if if um if nothing uh if there are no interventions, I actually don't. I'm a little bit pessimistic in the sense that everyone has access to certain opportunities. Uh, actually, I think uh, this idea that everyone can be a, a, an incredible billionaire and like everyone should be famous and everyone can be exactly who they want to be and and who they want to be is Oprah Winfrey or you know like the best of the fucking best. I actually think that's uh, that actually creates way more suffering mm -hmm. than accepting the opportunities that you have in front of you and in your life and just sort of going and making the best out of the life that you can make like immediately. So let me say it this way. I think maybe, I mean, I don't have scientific research on the fact that everyone can make as much money as they can possibly all the time. I, I think everyone has certain opportunities and they can make a certain amount of money. They could definitely make more. Yeah. Um, but not everyone can be Bill Gates, I think, like Bill Gates level. And not, not everyone can create Amazons, I think, like, and create $500 billion. Uh, I think that creating those sort of expectations creates a lot more suffering. Because like, um, I have uh, my father-in-law, he's an amazing example of this. And I, I value, like, I look up to him. He's not a millionaire. He's not even, I don't know how much he really makes. He doesn't make $100,000 a year even but he's probably one of the most successful, happiest men that I've ever come mm -hmm. across. And he's made the best out of the opportunities that me's made. He's probably, he could have probably made more money, but he didn't actually really need to, to live such a satisfying, like enjoyable life. And if it would have broken my heart to see him not satisfied because he's not being a millionaire. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? He, he has his opportunities available to him in the country that he's at with the time that he was born and everything. I think, I think this idea that every, the, this American dream kind of thing has gotten to this sort of more of like a greedy level. Yes. And I think everyone should just calm the heck down and be happy with maybe less. And, but I mean, maybe, maybe success is like, Hey, if you're happy or not, yeah. you know, if you have the millions or not, if you have just, if you work at McDonald's or Wendy's or a teacher or whatever, like just be happy with what you have already. Yeah. But I, you know, at the same time, if you're not living a comfortable, I think everyone has the ability to live a very comfortable mm -hmm. life. Like if you're not living a comfortable life, I, you know, I would I would want everyone, and I believe everyone could live a comfortable, maybe maybe even $100,000 a year life, almost everyone, yeah. because there's services that are really necessary. Even, uh, you know, whatever, people who pick up the garbage, they, they're incredibly important. We should pay them more. Teachers, we should pay them more, uh, things like that. And um, but, but to think that everyone can be a billionaire, I don't... Because because money gets distributed differently, and I don't there, know. There's a little bit difference, I think, in the wording of all. Or just to clarify, you say like you know, I don't think everyone can get a millionaire or billionaire or can make a lot of money. But for me, I think everyone can definitely be 
can definitely i think everyone is able you know we are just limiting ourselves to not do the things but actually i think i'm not fully sure i just want to confirm with you what you mean to say here is like not everyone should want to make a lot of money because maybe you think you have an ideal world in your head oprah winfrey is happy because she's a billionaire uh, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs and so I have to be that too but maybe you as a human being are made for something totally else maybe you should really follow your intuition and it isn't maybe necessary for you to get a lot of money maybe maybe that's not what you want you only think that should be what you want to do with your life do you, do you follow yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I agree with you with like okay, yeah, I do agree. Like if if some if if we take one single human being and they're stuck somewhere and we put all of our effort and energy or they yeah. put all of their effort and energy into doing something, I mean, everyone has a potential, like the potential energy to to possibly do. I mean, yeah, I mean, no one's no one's perfect. Yeah, I think you know. I guess I agree. I, I think I that. can give you a sample from something you know. I also believe a lot of in energies beside the scientific things. I, I studied, you know, I did a master's. I have a scientific research. I did a lot. But I believe also things that are uh, not easy to... How do you say it uh, in, in English? How not easy to explain, you know? It is just an energy that you're yeah. having. For example... I uh, wanted to live in the States for a few years ago. I just want, I want to live in the States. So every year I applied for this lottery. And I also thought it's cool to live in the States, in New York. How cool would that be and all? So I kept applying, applying, applying. And then after a few years, I just got randomly selected for the green card. It is really, it was really like, whoa, okay, this energy, you know, it is unexplainable. I just got randomly selected. But that that point of time was in my life was a question. I, w- I just came back to the Netherlands and I got the same day a house appointed, apartment appointed from a landlord. She called me the morning and she said like, hey, we have a house for you. You can come and tomorrow sign. And that evening I had in my calendar check green card lottery every year. I was like, you're randomly selected. And that was for me a point like, what does, what is the universe trying to say here? Like you choose Islam, you stay in Amsterdam, either you go to the States. Because in my head, you know, how I perceived it was, it's something cool. I need to do it. It's an opportunity living the American dream. What I thought, it's a good thing. You know, I see it everywhere. But then really turning inwards and looking at my intuition and intention. I think intention is also very important. What was my intention to go there? And there was not an intention anymore. There was, and my intuition was like, just don't process it further. And I just, I just let it go. And it it is so uh, actually amazing and paradoxical because it was something that I wanted so much so much really like more than everything and then it happened i was like you know i had to i had to really meditate for a minute or a minute of 10 20 30 maybe or a whole evening i can't remember but i think that was that's also what we are having sometimes with money we we might think i want to be a billionaire or a millionaire because you know we see the people in the media or social media or anywhere else having these millions i want the bike yeah mommy. yeah, I want the yeah. Bike, you know and then indeed. you get the bike and then you're like i don't in, want the in, bike indeed <laughs> yeah 
So yeah, that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, definitely, definitely like making a living, being comfortable, a hundred percent, like totally. But then, uh, yeah, as well, like sometimes you you want something, you get it, you don't want it anymore. I that's that's somewhat actually kind of traumatic. I've I've you, you had to like sometimes sometimes you end up questioning yourself. What what is my morality around a certain goal or whatever? Uh, but yeah, definitely let let kind of let it go. Sometimes you just gotta let the baby have the bike, and then realize that you don't want the bike. Do Do you think people uh, with a lot of money, with more money than they actually need, also to provide for the basic things, need to share their money with people that do not have it or do need it? Let's say. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I. Uh, uh, Actually, I'm kind of put in that situation, like, and it feels weird to to do that because uh, in the U.S. you don't have to. I'm put in that situation right now because I'm moving from the U.S. to France, yeah. and all of a sudden my taxes increase tenfold. Tenfold. So instead of paying, like, instead of paying maybe like a thousand, like maybe three hundred dollars a month, I'm paying a thousand dollars a month, or you know, maybe not tenfold, maybe like two. Tenfold. Yeah. Uh, but like, if, if you're making a lot of money, I, it's almost like that's, it's, it's your, it's your creation, it's your thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then you're sort of having to give it away uh, to, to others. I think it is somewhat um, necessary to kind of give back. I think, I think, yeah, I think in the end, uh, it's a good thing to do to give back to, to people who are in need to give the opportunity, especially if, if the money goes somewhere. You know, like, and uh, it helps people. I think uh, if you have way more than yeah. you need, I I think you know, text-wise, it's just challenging though. Text-wise, I might partly uh, I might agree with that. I think because you know, especially I live in a social uh, liberal uh, uh, Netherlands, you know, where people uh, the government really really looks after you, which is really nice. So I would just give it, but I have honestly my doubts about. Uh, you know, you can, of course, help people that are in need and everyone does it in his or her way, whatever the way that is. But I also partly believe in, uh, my very good friend told me this once, you can give people with your presence. You can give people with only listening to them. It doesn't need to be material wealth. And I would rather choose if someone, for example, not even would come to me or if I would see anyone that needs that support, I would rather help the person to create the life he or she wants instead of doing a shortcut. In my opinion, it's a shortcut like, hey, I'll just give you the money and just uh, do these things or something and maybe it is net you know if it is an emergency for that moment you know they need to pay the fee for the school's child for example that moment it's a different thing but i would rather teach you know there there's a saying it teach a man um uh, fishing yeah, teach a man how to fish and... indeed yeah i think that's the teacher mentality in me because i'm like i can do it for you but you might not learn that much and so i think there should be a balance between w- knowing when to give and knowing when to when to give in material and knowing when to give in uh, help, but also actually knowing when to give passively. Because I have had it a lot in my life. You know, I have had some friends that helped me or family that helped me by not helping me. 
And I was like, you know, oh my God, my family, my friends, why I need this help and they leave me alone. But I really realized, thank you so much. Because of that, I learned how to get up or how to move ahead. Yeah, well, I think I think the, Mer- the American mentality kind of takes that to a certain extreme where um, you're not doing good, tough shit. And uh, tough shit, we are not tough shit. <laughs> Tough shit, you know, and so you get tougher that way. And there's a lot of good things that have come out of America. And I think uh, the freedom, and the ability to kind of keep more of the money that you earn is uh, is really uh, beneficial for sort of innovation, because then people get more money, then they can use it on their own. Yeah. Right? And they can start doing it. But then I think um, I think laws are, are good to sort of counteract um sort of ignorance, self-ignorance or self-greed per se. So, because like, let's say I make a way more than I need and then I'm forced, quote unquote, to kind of give back. And otherwise I would have kept it for my own, maybe bought myself a big ass mansion or something. Um, I think that is correct. Uh, but then like, and, and so leaving people to their own selves uh, can create really like innovation because if I have a lot of money, maybe I can put it in something specific that the government, if I would have given it to the government, the government wouldn't have really done something so innovative than create Apple or create Google or create something like like Amazon or something. You know, like there is that, that how much freedom do you give yeah. financially? How much do we trust human being? And um, if, if we give human beings like that, that are not sort of, keeping them their own like more their own mindset in check how 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 wrong can it go i think it can go pretty wrong so what what do you think about people reacting like you said in the states then i mean you know it's my money america tough yeah. shit but actually you know coming from a turkish background i have also traveled a lot in the middle east in the middle east not many people have a lot of money. There are people with a lot of money, but there is actually a lot. If someone is in shit, then you really help the person. You know, there are kind of kind of cultural rules. If it's a family, friends, you do you never let that person down. And even like a very so- little sample, when someone comes to your house, you never send that person back without any food. You know, she she needs to eat. You know, there's a lot of help guided uh, from the, the 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 Middle Eastern culture. You know, when when people are in trouble, it is also even pitying sometimes. Like, ah, oh, Val is in the trouble. Oh, we should help him. You know, that thinking it, it can be also it's kind of the other side of the coin, the other extreme. <laughs> Hey, if I'm in trouble, I'll take pity than nothing any time of the day. Like if I if I'm homeless and I really need something, just give me pity. It'll be fine. But but do you you know does it? And on one hand, I would think does it really empower people because you are really pitying and yeah, and it's it's also a good thing because when I lived in Istanbul, I really felt so much cared by my surroundings that which I initially didn't know but you know also being for I never lived in the states but if I would be in the states and if I have really a problem you know I I I, I get some uh, fr- I have some friends from the states and sometimes I also felt initially a tough shit and I was like okay you know you're not gonna help me you know I'm now in my tough shit <laughs> well oh Americans are so nice they'll support your dream to, to an extent that I've never seen anywhere, anywhere else in the world. Uh, they are, um, 
I think Amer- I think American culture is so cool in the sense that if you have something you want to accomplish that's yeah. big, that sort of correlates with being maybe famous or the best in the yeah. world, then uh, people will actually support you and um, in really incredible ways, morally and even financially. Okay. And I think I think Americans. Um, I know that I said like tough shit, but in in the sense like if you're if you're in the working class and the government will just go, you know, screw off with health, health insurance and, and college. And we don't care about any of that, but like, um, people, the actual individuals will, I think they're known to donate more than almost any other country. Like just because there's that lack of social net, there's more like ah, nonprofits and You meant actually more the government, like more the, the social nets, that there's not... Ha- yeah, more like the social rules. Okay, yeah. I, I understand. Actually, in Turkey, even in Istanbul, you know, sometimes uh, I forgot to pay my electricity bill, you know, because it was through something. Yeah, I just forgot it, you know. It was not that I didn't... I just forgot it. And then, you know, they didn't cut it. And then I just called them. They said, okay, my girl, my daughter. Yeah, t- you know, even the people at the government, they were so kind. And yeah, you know, I think if you have kind of a, maybe a chemistry or a match with someone and if you're kind of open, they, they can have easily pity for you, on you, for of you. Or even compassion or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, the compassion part, and which is really nice, but also in a way, if you do this with the whole, uh, everyone then the whole system would not work. There will be a lot of, you know, holes in the system because each time you just go over the rules. Yeah. So, um, Val, let's just go a little bit to uh, you being an entrepreneur. We talked a lot about money and I can talk about it for actually hours. I like the topic a lot. Also, I have been involved with it for many years, like success, money, no money, yes money, resistant desire all the time. After yes, money, no money. Yeah, indeed. But but you know, after reading the book of your mom, Abundance on Demand, it's um, has changed me in in ways. Oh, cool. So um, so you. So more next week. Val and I will be back next week on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on Instagram at Ozkan Ozlem, at O Z K A N O Z L E M. If you want to let me know what you have enjoyed or you want to share your takeaways with me or you want to let me know what you want to hear in the next episode of Bridging, find the latest post on Instagram and leave a comment or ask a question. Thank you so much for listening.